So I've been sitting here for the last 10 minutes listening to Jenny have fake heart attacks, and I'm starting to get weirded out. You know what? If it was real, you'd feel really freaking bad. I mean, no, I know, like, I know we need to call someone and come in here, but every, like, five minutes now, Jenny just starts putting her fingers in the middle of her chest and going... <sighs> It's all that donut crazy, just caught in it, caught in my you, arteries. Like, don't blame them. Mike, for you your do it heart. all the time, the time as well. Every now we get a text. Oh, this is it. Oh, I, I mean, it's it. happening. So, all right, listen. We're in a room full of people. If Jenny has a heart attack, welcome to Sorry in Advance, the Golok Family Podcast. Download, rate, subscribe, review. All these awesome things. We appreciate you listening. As always, I'm Mike Golick Jr. This is Mike Golick Sr. You can hear us Monday through Friday on Golick and Wingo, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern. We're joined by my mom, my brother Jake, my sister-in-law Jenny, and my sister Sydney on the phone from parts unknown. And we're talking about Jenny's fake heart attacks right now. Because if Jenny had a heart attack in this room, we would all know. I live alone, so if I have a heart attack and die, you guys are going to find my bloated corpse four days later because the neighbors complain of how the house smells. I'm trying to help you with the cleanup process. But you work with Dad every day. Do you think he'd not notice you weren't at work? Hey, you wouldn't be smelling by the time we found you. Uh, Don't they say you you poop yourself when you die? Yeah, you let it all go. Yeah. Yeah, you would. I walk around pretty loaded. (laughs) Seriously? Loaded with poo. But but how many how many false alarm you 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 do it twice a week most honestly if it's gonna happen it's gonna be like my brain but it's life your life has changed since you climbed right yeah. that's what we so good. let's talk oh, about your yeah. climb a little bit let's of help do it. so yes. yeah since since last we talked we had to do this late thank you for everyone for bearing with us because mm-hmm. I was really tired because I went to Africa and I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro soft I tired I don't know what you do first and foremost thousand feet is for a great cause. It was, yes. Thank you to everybody who donated. Uh, the Chris Long Foundation, waterboys.org is the website for that one. But up in the, uh, you know, just a couple thousand shy of 30 grand at this point raised for that. So the job they're doing to build wells in East Africa to bring clean drinking water to people that we got to see while we were over there on that trip is remarkable. So thank you to anyone who listens to this podcast, who listens to the show, saw it on social media. Thank you to you guys. I know everyone in this room and on the call voted as well. So greatly appreciate that. So that was the, that was the goal of the trip was to make sure that people's lives were going to be better for us being over there. And hopefully that is something that has happened. So the, the very serious portion of that is the thank you off of that. Certainly the, the unexpected benefit was now I no longer fear my own heart attack or like stroke death nearly as much. So this went to 19,000 feet. And the first question I had is along the way, to six days, you stay in tents. Where did you poop? Uh, so they had like an outdoor, like a plastic, almost like what you'd give like a little kid to potty train. Uh-huh. We had like the souped up version of that. It had a little thing like a flusher where you could shoot water down there to kind of clean things off. And so they had that inside like a pop-up tent, almost like one of those pop-up changing tents you would see at uh, Youth on Parade. Where does the poop go? Uh, it goes into a s- container below. There's also like a, sh- a flusher so you can close off the uh, airway to that part of the thing. But yeah, the poop goes down then there. Then somebody has to carry it out of there though, right? Yes, I already said we had we had on our trip we had sixty nine remarkable porters and one of the nice. one of the one of the jobs along the way on that was to do that. So we had we had a lot of people who did the work so that we could all climb this so mountain. Somebody literally it. had to carry your guys' poop up and down the mountain. Maybe they I mean, dug a not hole. the poop, like you, like you discarded it at the camp somewhere. Oh, so there were places along the way you could leave it, like well, I the mean, bags it's the are- outdoors. So it wasn't a bag; it was literally you just dumped the poop out somewhere. Like if you look up, like, just arbitrarily dumped poop listen, somewhere listen, where you're where you're seem, walking. It's a lot of poop. Yeah, 
Why don't you this, just poop on a rock then? Yeah. You could if we were walk, like if you were in transit and we had to walk and we walked, we hiked for miles a day at certain points. And if it had to go, you just found a clear space and you went. I saw plenty of other people's poop on the trails that had been left. Really? Oh, okay. Yes. I saw poop. I saw plenty. This mountain is so big. It's got five different climate zones. It creates its own weather. There are plenty of places to poop. So if you're walking to, in your backpack, do you have toilet paper? Uh, yeah, I have wipes. Wow. Okay. okay. See, things we didn't know. All right. So you didn't know that. Yeah, you, you go got... a little off the trail, though. Like you said, you said. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you, okay. I mean, you went off the trail to even pee for the most part. Like you went away. You, you didn't want to poop where everyone was going to walk directly right. on the path. But right. again, there are tons of places to poop on this mountain. Alex Periano would have thrived there. Was yeah. Nice. Was there any wildlife up high? Yeah. Uh, yes, there was. There were, you would see buffalo trails all the time, like buffalo wander around up there. The, the, the whole mountain is like a national park, but there's also like one part of the mountain backs up to Kenya, the other parts in Tanzania. So you've got different things at play there, but buffalo got some good action shots of monkeys jumping, saw two slugs. <laughs> can't say that. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. I saw that sex. Okay, you could have okay. said that, but... You could have been gentler with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of slugs. Slugs. Word to John Beeline. But, wow. Uh, yeah, no, I saw two <laughs> slugs have sex. It was crazy. Like, just... I saw... So I saw one earlier, big, long, white bastard. And then sec- the second time I saw him around, the lady slug was like a different hue of red. I, everyone looked a little hot and bothered. Like, he was dude, blushing. My dude, my dude was swole... My dude was swole up, like... <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, these slugs are ready to get after it. Oh my god! What else are they going to do, though? You know, well, that's true. Yeah, what, no, what are you listen, doing a slug life? They're out there. It was slow, man. Oh, about dude, slug it was, life. It was I, slow. I sang them Barry White to get them in the mood. <laughs> oh my god! What was the toughest part of the climb? Summit night is one of the hardest things I've ever done. If it wasn't number one, it's number two. You said you were taking literally three steps, and you'd have to stop and catch your breath. I just, I, I told myself just. Take through because they tell you, they teach you this technique like breathing wise where you kind of time your step with your breath just to get in a rhythm so you've got something to kind of link up to, and so I would just tell myself, all right, let's just get three steps in and then take a breath, get three steps in and then take a breath because the top of this mountain is nineteen thousand feet. It's the largest freestanding mountain in the world. It's not part of a range like Everest and the rest of these that are taller, but part of a larger group of mountains. So it's the tar- tallest freestanding mountain in the world. And at the peak, at the the very summit, Uhuru Peak, it is just over 19,000 feet. So, like, think about in Colorado, there's a bunch of mountains that are above 14,000 feet. And being a 14er is like a bad, it's like a badge of honor out there. If you've climbed above 14,000 feet elevation, a 14er is like a thing. It's a known thing out there. So, another 5,000 feet on top of that. So, are you a 19er? Yes. Wow. Cool. All right. Very cool. And I asked you if you'd ever want to do it again. My God, no. Okay. I, and you know what? Like, I, all the respect in the world, Chris Long, who again heads up the foundation, climbed five years in a row before this year. Him and Nate Boyer had other things that they obviously had their hands into. Right. They're doing a lot of great work in a lot of spaces. Right. And so they didn't make the climb this year, but we had an awesome group, a group of, you know, guys, including current former NFL players, uh, military veterans. We had two amputees make it all the way up. Guys who had lost their leg up to like the middle of their quad. <laughs> make the climb up to the top of the mountain. I think we had every branch of the uh, the services, 
uh, represented during this climb. So remarkable group of people. We had 11, 11 total in our group. 10 made the summit bid. We had an, a 70 year old engineer with two replaced hips who made it all the way to base camp before wow. the summit. Okay. Yeah. Dave, uh, Dave from Ohio State. So incredible stuff there and incredible groups. Um, we made such a big deal out of it before. Any chafing? I made it through this entire trip. No blisters, no sunburn, no chafing. Wow. wow. Did you lose a lot wow. of glide? I used, yeah, enough body glide to like paint the entire, you know, mountain itself, but I, I was amazed. I came down there, kept all my toenails, didn't, none of that. Wow. So, of our family, of the six of us, is there, well, you already made it. So, of the five remaining, would everybody have made it? I, honestly, and I don't mean this to like shit on you, Dad. You would have been the only one I would have worried about, just because like all of your injuries at elevation become more pronounced. First, you can fuck off on that. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. Second, if anybody were to of us going up were to freak out and kill somebody, who would it be? Sydney. A hundred percent. Just standard. Just because the living conditions for Sydney would be a little more like I didn't shower for six straight days. Right. I would shower. They would bring you a little bowl of hot water, and I would just kind of squat and throw it on my back and hit all the fun spots. And right. Make sure I wasn't too musty. Hit a little. Hit a couple of wipes in there. Uh huh. Do all that, but for the most part, like you just you kind of stink for six right. days. But uh, yeah, it's a, like everyone would make it. It is an exercise in mental toughness. And like I joke, like uh, my my friend Liz McNeil, who you know listens to the podcast on occasion. Uh, she put together like a collection oh, of, that, put yeah. together a collection of greeting cards from everybody, this family included and all those. And I actually, no joke, cause everyone had like little bits of advice and it was, it was all of you guys. It was a bunch of my close friends and no joke on the summit bid when I was up there, I remembered your guys card. I remember dad's words and I remembered Sydney's words, which dad's words were in, in the most dad tone possible. Just put one foot in front of the other. And when I was on the three step mode, I was like, all right. Just put one foot in front of the other. And then I remembered Sydney's words, which were two thirds of the people make it. So don't be a little bitch and finish this. <laughs> and I, it was literally passed through my mind. And Sydney also said, you're not allowed to get hurt or die because what would Hank do then? And I literally thought of Hank's face as I was going towards the summit. So isn't it funny when you do something physically demanding in this family, though, you think that I can't be that weak link and like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh, you do that all the time. I did it when I was running the marathon. Like I knew I I couldn't quit no matter what. You did it when you plank at Orange Theory. I do. I have to hold this plank because if my kids can work hard to do what they do, I, I do. can't show them that I can. You know, my mom does it because she thinks if she doesn't hold the plank for like two minutes straight, something bad will happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it is Whatever com- it takes. It man. is a complete mental exercise, yeah. but burying the lead in all of this. So obviously awesome, like life transformational trip and all of this. I did go to the gift shop. Oh, yes. And I went all the way to Africa to bring back two things. One, I got my... Sydney, I didn't tell you this yet. I got you a dagger. You're kidding. No. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I got you a dagger that I put in my check Check bag. bag. It's like... No way. It's got got like a cool wooden holster for it. You'll see it. It's pretty epic. But uh, I I got you a dagger and I brought Jake and Jenny's dog a stick back home from Africa. You actually checked the stick. I had to wrap the stick. It was like a four and a half foot long stick. It's it's very long. It's a huge stick. Their dog loves gigantic sticks. (laughs) And so I found the stick in Africa and I literally had it wrapped in paper and then had to check it like a bag. 
It was great because he's obsessed with the stick now and he can't, it's obviously so long that he stands at the front door and he can't get it, it through in the, the house door. <laughs> and he just sits and he you would talk rather, the microphone, yeah. he would rather stay you, outside. You were in this business for a while, Jen. <laughs> he would rather stay outside with this stick from Africa. That was amazing that he did that. He's yeah. cultured now. That yes. was, you said that's the nicest gift he's ever yeah, gotten. Uh, by far. Dog, dog uncle of the year. I was just like, this is a joke, right? Like, cause you didn't word it like I brought, you like, guess what? I brought Chip back and it was just this wrapped check stick. It was it amazing. Was, it was awesome. Amazing. I was just amazed and made through customs. Jake, yeah. did she cry? Yeah, she teared up. Well uh-huh. then, yeah, then I come home and him and Wesley like both have either end. I'm like, oh my God. Did, did they look at you like a psychopath at, at, at TSA? <laughs> no joke. Uh, no joke. Like a police officer when you walk through after you get your check bag, like made me come over there and he's like, What's in the bag? I was like, a literal stick. I'm happy to unwrap it for you, but it is actually a stick. So we know what the stick was for. Like, Sydney, what is like the first thing you'll do with a dagger? Oh, who knows? I mean, it depends on the time of the month I get it. So, <laughs> Ben's probably going to be on his toes a little bit more than normal now. So. I hope Ben comes home from work and you're like slicing up dinner with, with a dagger. dagger. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Be. I used it as a letter opener a while back. That's tight. Uh-huh. Wow, that's cool. That's very cool. I'm sure we'll get updates on what Sydney uses yeah, it for along the way. I mean, I could make I could make dinner with it. Who knows? Yeah, you could. There's so many the options are endless. Honestly, yeah. Sleep with one eye open, Ben. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That shit's going under my pillow every night now. Oh, no. <laughs> this this yeah. is there we go. All great stuff. All right. We're going to take a short break. Oh, boy. On the other side of this, we need an important update that this podcast has been waiting for. Yes. Right after this. All right. So we've got an important update coming. But first, you got to take care of business around here. we got some good friends who support the podcast. Yeah. We want to support them. Yes. It's our friends at Shell. They say the best offense is a good defense, and that's especially true when it comes to the fuel you put in your car. It's time to help keep your engine running like new. Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline is engineered to defend against four main engine threats. That's gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. It's our most advanced fuel ever, protecting your engine like a solid stiff arm, a huge hit, or a last-second block. Like defensive lines, not all premium fuels are the same. Now that's fuel for thought. And if you're a Fuel Rewards member, you save at least five cents per gallon on every fill-up with gold status. Not a member? Download the Fuel Rewards app or go to FuelRewards.com to join and never pay full price for gas again. In engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. So, we got an update on the trip to Africa. We got an update on all that stuff. My sister is now the proud owner of a dagger. My brother-in-law's dog is now the proud owner of an African stick. Jenny and Jake, your neighbors, the, the, the war... I don't even, it's not even the war against Christmas or anything like that. It's the war for sanity and etiquette etiquette. in your neighborhood. Explain what the situation is. It's just disappointing. So it was December 12th. I remember it was my dad's birthday when they put the Rudolph up on the front lawn. Your your two next door neighbors. Two next door neighbors, yeah. The neighbors to our right of us, they have eight foot tall inflatable Rudolph. And since December 12th, it's now, I'm going to just, I'll timestamp it. It's March 9th. It's almost been four months of Rudolph just laying deflated on the grass. They filled it up until they, they inflated it until Christmas, and then after that it's just been laying deflated on their lawn for the last three and a half months. And they, and they were actually the other day, they were playing catch. The, the dad and daughter were playing catch with a baseball over the top of deflated Rudolph. It was about a, sent 50, us a video. <laughs> 50, 55 degree day playing catch over the top, just left it there, went inside. 
I mean, let's talk about this. It's been really warm this winter. It's not like it was frozen into the ground and you couldn't get it Do out. Do we feel the authorities need to be contacted here? I mean, this is horrific. I don't want to say anything at this point because I just want to see how long they're going to let it go yeah. for. Yeah, I'm with you. We're, 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 I would say until they cut, have to cut the grass. Yeah. That's when it's going to happen. They're, they're, they're not good at that either. So. See, I, I was going to say, if they can't take Rudolph off the lawn, there's no way they're cutting their grass anytime soon. I mean, there she is. Yeah, she's just a one-man But she does bring up a compelling point. Like, I'm wondering now if they're just going to try and go for the the long haul. Like, are these people just going to try and leave it there for the year? Is the rest of the house a mess? I mean, no, no, no. Yeah, they hoarders. No, I I will be honest because we can see obviously their backyard and everything. Everything's pretty neat. So it's not like when we got our yard mulched, like they did shortly after. Um, now, lawn care is not their number one priority. No. They, they have a fine home, but they, they don't they don't so, cut the lawn so very much. In, in all honesty, what would be, if you were out there and you happen to be out there at the same time as them and you wanted to say something, what would be the best, most nicest way or etiquette-filled way to ask you, them? You can't say you guys like oh, You guys like Christmas, huh? Like, I don't know. <laughs> you can't like, say. <laughs> Sydney would be honest. I'd be like, is Rudolph okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty good. That, actually. that might be a good that way would to do it. That would be pretty good. What I feel like that's good. Yeah. yeah. That I hate those. Who would have thought I came anyway. up with the most sane response? I know. That is because I was waiting for something completely different, believe me. Yeah, Somebody in our, not in our immediate neighborhood, but in our town, a house that I passed still has an empty wooden manger out in front. Yeah. Oh, I just don't yeah. understand when it's like it's 70 degrees here today. Big fans of Jesus. There's, <laughs> there's no excuse. There's a house near mine in Connecticut that on Halloween puts up the most elaborate front lawn decorations ever. This year it was a giant pirate ship that had a bunch of characters. It's usually always very overtly political. Right. Like it's a huge eyesore, quite honestly, driving by. But it's entertaining. Those people have that down in a timely they fashion. Don't. Like the build out for this is weeks and the teardown is days. Yes. And they're diligent about it. So the fact that you can't scrape away deflated Rudolph is insane. We have neighbors too that have a phone book that was delivered that's ne- right next to their mailbox. You literally go to the mailbox every day to get your mail. True. They can't bend down and they put their garbage can right out next and to it's it. like right next to where the phone book it's is. It's unreal. Can Hank you- and Harry have gotten to the point where they just pee, pee on, on it. it. Yeah. But can you not bend over and pick that up? It's insane. This is also wildly disrespectful to like the neighborhood. It is. It but- is. Try and keep a decent neighborhood and your mother is the queen <laughs> of the neighborhood watch. <laughs> Believe you me. No, yo, yes, you are. Wait, Hank what? is there, too, though. <laughs> what do you mean? Were you just staring at everyone's oh, stuff? Oh, my God. Oh, I hate what they're doing with their landscaping there. Why are they putting stones there? What are the <laughs> stones for? Okay. Are you serious? My tone isn't that. Oh. I, I think the most embarrassing thing in your neighborhood right now is the mailbox held up by a cornhole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah cornhole it's game. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Oh, okay. yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. I think they think winter's over. They tried to jerry-rig it and failed miserably. Dear God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, your mom walking through a neighborhood Neighborhood is showing itself. That is true. That's some respect. I mean, (laughs) self-respect. God. You're representing all of us. Respect for the property prices, huh? Yeah, if you can't bend at the waist, ask me. I'll pick it up for you. (laughs) (laughs) Waistbenders benders in the neighborhood right now. Harry doesn't like those waistbenders. Mom's draft analysis there. No waistbenders in the the neighborhood right now. Dear God. Mm. Speaking of that, mom, you've been on a, you've been on the vendetta. It was so funny. Like when I was on the mountain, it was six days without cell service. So I came back and like what things are going on at the time are always very interesting. But I came back like right in the middle of the NFL combine. So as soon as I get down there, it's like Isaiah Simmons ran a four, three, nine. What the hell? 
all this stuff going on and all mom you have been barking about is Chase Claypool. I, I feel like, and I guess I'm going to dump on some ESPN people here, but I feel like Todd and Mel are completely dismissing him. And, I mean, we watched him all season. We thought he was wonderful. Chase Claypool, Notre Dame wide receiver from this last big, year. Big, the big dude. Offensive MVP, big, a big, a war number three, 83 for the Irish, big time player for them, big body wide receiver. Some people think maybe he should eat his way to a tight end, but. Either way, but I mean, I just don't understand why this happens sometimes to guys. I guess that's what I'm trying to understand is like, why is he kind of just being poo-pooed? Well, it's a tough year. This is like one of the best wide receiver classes ever. Okay. So why can't you pile him in with all the best wide receivers? Yeah, I mean, he's the, probably in the second tier of guys. The, and the, the thought they said was like fourth or fifth round. I'd be stunned if, yeah. he, if, he, if he lasted well, that long. Again, this is a draft, though, where like in the first three rounds, you're potentially getting a first-round caliber yep. guy. Like, yep. I almost think he's there. I thought, you know, yeah. Miles Boykin last year, you know, I know he was hurt for some time. Yeah, Miles, Miles <laughs> was physically a lot more getting. Now, I didn't see Chase's combine numbers, but Miles Boykin was a combine freak. Oh, so Chase's, Chase. no, Chase's con- only two guys that size ran under a four four. Him and Calvin Johnson. Johnson. His combine numbers. Chase were ran weak. under a four four. Yes. Four, yeah, he did. Wait, he ran a four three something. No wait, or no. either that or four four something. I, I it had remember. to be a it had to be a four four something. Because again, Miles Boykin, I believe, ran under ran right around or under a four four. Jumped through the roof like he was an absolute freak. And again, in this That's right, he class, ran a four four two. Yeah, is that what he is ran? What he ran. Who? Yeah. Chase Chase a four okay. four two at two hundred thirty eight pounds. Yeah. That's, that's a lot faster than I thought. Wow. Okay. All right. That's, that's like what I ran at my pro day. Where when you email you pulled your hammy? Yeah, no, no, no. yeah that'll be. Yeah. Yikes! Jenny's having but, another heart attack. Uh, what, what do you think? Like, should he turn himself into a tight end? What do you think? Uh, I don't think so. No, no. I think he's the. He could just be that hybrid guy, right? Big, I think he can be a big possession yeah. wide receiver. Like he's got he's got sure hands. He does a lot. of And he's stuff got well. speed. You're in a four friggin' four. He's got speed to take it down the field as when well. When you go back so. to game speed though, too, like he's a guy. I don't think he plays that fast. Quite I, frankly, I, think but I would agree. With I, you I don't think that, that matters. Yeah. Like I think he yeah. does so many other things well. He's a very complete wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. So I would I'm agree. A, listen, I'm the I'm a Chase Claypool stan. Yeah. I have caped for that guy this entire year. So right. yeah. I just felt like they were very like not. They were kind of dismissive. They were. They I were. agree with you. And uh, I was surprised by that. And I think whoever gets them is going to get a steal. So. There you go. Sorry in advance podcast endorses Chase Claypool See, as a first-round talent. There's our sports. Uh, we're, I can say, you know what? We're throwing that one out in the universe. Yep. When Chase Claypool is drafted in the first two rounds, remember who told you so. Yep. All right, and we, if he's not, don't come for us. <laughs> so, we're not draft experts yet. So that's the sports podcast. Are you stuttering? Are we going to get to the... What happens? Do you are you thinking too far ahead? Why don't you just shut up? I want to know. I really do want. I've been doing this. I know for close to twenty five years. To think there's not going to be some misspeak. But I, I don't break speak it down. that well anyway. What do you want to break down? I don't speak well sometimes. That's no mystery. Sometimes. But I guess I'm trying to understand. Like, are you thinking about the next thing you're going to say? I'm not thinking about anything. I just try and speak well, and I don't. There's no mystery to it. There's no reason <laughs> no, for there's it. There's got to be a reason. Mike is way smarter than me and speaks better than me, but he screws up as well. He say, misspeaks at times. Say that again, then I'm co-gating my contract right <laughs> don't, don't you? You misspeak at times. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, it happens. Yours, yours kind of has like a certain... Je ne sais quoi. Do we want to start getting into faux pas? Should we start going down that road? You want to start doing that? Go ahead, talk no, that I'm talk, just, Dad. I'm just trying to understand. Hell, you dumb? No. I'm just trying to understand. I, if I had a legitimate answer for you, I'd give it I to you. I think maybe you're just ta- trying to talk too fast. Is that like, what you think? Yeah. Is that what you think? Maybe I am? Hey, thanks for that. 
Appreciate that. Is that what well. you think? <laughs> Are we done? <laughs> yeah, let, let's get to our trip to Anguilla and talk about how drunk everybody was. Go for it. Oh, I'm at it. So we were, took a, a family trip to Anguilla with the Perianos, uh, a family we traveled with. We went on a safari with them. A, Mikey a was few not years there because Mike climbing. was not there because he was climbing Kilimanjaro. And what? Nothing. Keep going. <laughs> okay. And the one day we all got on a boat and went to a couple of islands and did some snorkeling and such. And what the captains all make out there is this rum punch. Uh, and it's it's fantastic, quite honestly. But it's lethal. Is it it's, now? Is it now? It's very lethal. And this all started first with Jenny. Jenny was the first one to go down, and she went down hard on the we're, boat. We actually go we had to go underneath the boat. We all thought you went down there to throw up. I you took a nap. You took a nap. You 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 did not throw up. No, I did not throw up. It, she started before the boat. It was <laughs> oh, on that, I, yeah. that sister island. We I don't really remember we getting off. back yeah. to the boat. If we're being, we honest. stopped at one island and we had lunch on that island and more rum at a bar on that island. You don't remember getting back to the boat from? No, that I just remember being on the boat thinking that's wow. when you were a mess because I was riding up in the front of the boat. You were up there passed out, and then you made your way to the back and underneath, and then one by one, <laughs> every single person. Started going down. Not started me. Tr- not you. Not me either. No. Um, but the kids, there were, there were. Like, I don't, I, like what I like about alcohol, right? Like you start to feel it, like you know when to pull back. That's like the first time in my life I was eating lunch and then I had no I'm idea sleeping. when to pull back I don't, because I was, I just went to sober to absolutely blacked out. Right. Well, like there was no in between. Well, that was the thing. Sit, or, or Jenny, we thought was the winner. As no. being that one, that person. Nope. And then Sydney. Oh my God. Sydney. Now we went back to the resort by just jumping off the boat and swimming to shore, which was cool because it was either go back to our car and take a half hour ride back to the resort. So the captain was great. He said, yeah, jump out here and swim to shore, right, right where at the resort we were staying. And we got to shore and Sydney, I don't even know how to describe what became of you. I can't either because I was blackout drunk. So someone's going to have to do it for me. I haven't seen the pictures yet, has he? No. no. Oh, you did? The the amount of rice that I cleaned out of my bathtub. Well, that's the thing. We we carried her back and she said, I need to go into the bathtub to me. So I put her in the bathtub, which was right off the pool, which was Jake and Jenny's bedroom. And I put her in the tub. She was in her bathing suit still and just sitting in the bathtub. And then she started vomiting into the bathtub. <laughs> into the bathtub. Projectile vomiting Sid, into the water she was sitting in. Sid, how much rice did you eat that day? I like I, I never was, got to talk to you about that. I was super hungry on that island. I would say I probably had like a plate and a half of rice. I mean, like I was scooping these handfuls of rice. And after I got to two, I was like, wait, that's like four cups of rice. And I was still going. <laughs> so in in ultimate Sydney form, as we got to the beach, I said we jumped off the boat and got to the beach. This was now a beach where there were tons of people out there. School vacation, yeah. I definitely ended up on someone's like Instagram. Oh, story. and Sydney was falling down. She had sand all over herself. Then Sydney, we've told you since, you don't remember the time, we were all in the middle of these people who were staring at you. And what did you yell at the top of your lungs? I said to lungs? her, Sydney, everybody's looking at you. And, and what you did said? you say? <laughs> what did I say? Did I say everyone can We've yeah, all, you've all been there. At you're point, screaming like, at You're screaming. We've all been there. You can all f- <laughs> I mean, at the top of <laughs> her lungs, <laughs> she's screaming at 
Sand. Ben told me later that her. night when I when I was more sober that that was the first time since we started dating he was disappointed to be associated <laughs> with me. <laughs> get ready for many more of those. Holy yeah. smokes. You were like a baby giraffe trying to be lifted out of the water. Jake and Ben were trying to lift you out of the water. Oh, at first Jake wasn't. At first yeah. Jake oh. walked up to her and shoved Dr. her back into the ocean. Kind. No, I was not. <laughs> Jake was abusive. And then we get back to where we're staying. Sydney's passed out on a chaise lounge. Jake is tang- taking, what was it? Like dessert? Little Debbie. Oh, little Little Debbie. Sorry, Debbie. And, and, and rifling them at Sydney's face. face. Point point. I couldn't feel anything. I just woke up with cake all over my face. <laughs> ben has the most disturbing photos of me on his phone with like, just that shit all over my face and me just lifeless on that chair. By the way, it was a great trip. It was. Awesome. Awesome. Really I had a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. See, could you drink rum punch right now? No. I, I I told Ben, I don't know if I'll ever be able to have like rum punch again. Yeah. Like, it, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, like through all of like my college drunkness, like that maybe hit top three to top five drunkest I've wow. ever been in my life. Wow. wow. What, yeah. What's everyone's like drink that they can't have anymore? Sky vodka. UV red. Fireball. 150 rum, one rum and Tabasco sauce. Oh. <laughs> Your mother had that. On my 21st birthday. On her 21st birthday at Notre Dame, we had her out at the bar and we're drinking, and someone made a shot for her that had 151 in it, Tabasco sauce, and then threw some Jameson over the top of it. Oh. So it wasn't a shot, it was like a half a, half a cup full of that. She downed that and instantly lost her spine. I mean, she just became jelly. <laughs> I did. That we had to carry her back, carry her back to her apartment. She ended up sleeping, wrapped around the, kind of like you in uh, that one concert, Sydney, wrapped around the toilet, really? puking. That's yeah. what you, that was your mother. Yeah. 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 That was her. All your oh. your roommates kept coming in the bathroom Banging and hitting you with on the door. The door. Yeah. yeah, that was that was really really ugly. Irish car bombs for your boy. Oh. Irish yeah. car bombs. Although mom's made me mom's thing right there, just dumping things into a like a receptacle like <laughs> yeah. that. Um, all the like Sean, Sean Rogers, my roommate in college, and all his lacrosse teammates used to do this thing called Big Container, where they would take a bowl and just dump random alcohol into it. Can you sing it. a song? Who's gonna drink from the big container? Who's gonna drink from the big container? I get container? so excited. <laughs> but like they did that and woke me up. We were on a bachelor party weekend and we had all napped in the afternoon and I got woken up out of a dead sleep and all I hear coming into the room, who's gonna drink from the big container? Who's gonna drink from the big And just shoved this giant cauldron into my face and I drank what I think had equal parts Jameson, vodka, and about 80 beers in it. Wait, so do you drink, do you lift up that? actual big container just, or it's, it's, like, it. a, it's okay. like a pot from the kitchen okay. and i just drank oh out of my the pot, god and oh. that was how i woke up for our night out oh, that is horrific mine is mine would be wild turkey yeah that's a good yeah. one we're gonna, we're gonna have to yeah. adopt that song oh it's Who's a great yeah. the big container. Yeah. container i like that notre dame men's next, lacrosse special next group uh family trips we yep. do we're gonna yep. get a big container, big container and do that sure. there you go proudly proudly carrying on the legacy all right we need to make the big announcement oh yeah all right don't we can't mike oh yeah yeah um march 25th yes at mohegan sun uh the bachelor is doing a traveling version of the bachelor a live show yep 
Mike is the bachelor. Mike is the bachelor. Now, who's hosting it? He was one of the bachelors. Uh, ben Higgins. Ben yes. Higgins. He was and one of the bachelors on that. Uh, one of the, He was a contestant on The Bachelorette and was also the bachelor. For so Mike is the bachelor, and there's going to be 10 women that they're doing an actual bachelor show live to where you're giving out roses, first impressions, fantasy suites, which should be really interesting. Dating games, they said. The whole. Yeah. Wait, they're going to do fantasy suites? Like, yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> we think so. I don't get it either. Yeah. No, you probably okay. not. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, but we're yeah. all curious, like, how these women are going to be picked, because we would like to be part of the picking process. Yeah. Mostly my mom. Yeah, I was going to say. It's, Jenny, you said it, too. I, oh, I would love to. And Alexis and Carly, uh, friends of yeah, Mike's. Two, two, two of my two of my friends. Yeah, I, I've got a lot of people that really want their hands in this. I'm terrified. Mostly for the women involved. Like this is such. Do a you dis- think you'll find? Do they love? know who you are before? I, I don't we don't know. even know who they are. I don't we have know. no idea. I don't know how any They're of this have process hooves. works. <laughs> I have, I have, I have no information about this process. I have asked nothing. I had to do a bunch of those getting to know you questions. I read back my own answers, and I'm like, I wouldn't want to get to know me. Stop. These it. are they terrifying. Were, I thought they were pretty good. Yes, I thought they were good. Oh, and man. you did a photo shoot. Yeah, I did it. it it's yeah. It's. I'm going to see a, Devin. I'm going to see Devin after this to find oh, out the. God. We the need to post scenes. a photo from the photo shoot. It's a really good photo, actually. I know. There's, I a, there's, a, there's I a bunch of them. Yeah, there's yeah, a bunch yeah. of them. I didn't see it. Yeah, we're going to post them. So that's March 25th. Mike is doing the batch with 10 women from the area around here, and we'll see who you end up with and see if it's uh, anything long-term. I'm not excited about I'm it. I'm so excited We're about very it. very excited about I've it. I've been waiting for the opportunity like this. The, uh, I just, I My girls, it. Devin and Megan, I making this, this happen. I so much. I love it's it. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait. So if you're around the area and want to yep. go to the Mohegan Sun on uh-huh. uh, March 25th, we'll all be there. Yes, uh, we yeah, will. Watch, watch me have anxiety on the stage. It's going to be great. You're going to be great. You yeah. are. Uh, you're gonna I think there's going to be karaoke where you shine with that. Yeah. yeah oh, I mean, I'm going to be great all that stuff, but then i got to tell a bunch of girls to go <laughs> you, home that they're not no, good enough. You should play the big container. Yeah. Bring it up for all the girls. I don't want to call a bit of an audible here. I have a question for the ladies. <laughs> Who's going to drink? drink? From the big container. Who's going to drink from the big container? That's how we pick the one. That's yes. nice. We know if she's going to belong. Yeah. Yeah. From yeah. the big container. That's awesome. If Yeah. If you find out you belong with this group, you have made yeah, a huge, huge, huge mistake. mistake. Speaking of mistakes, listening to this point in the podcast, likely a mistake. Thank you for everyone that's done it. Subscribe, rate, <laughs> review, download. All those wonderful things. Dad, finish us off. You got a would you rather? I have two. First one. Would you rather look like a fish or smell like a fish? Is How's it just your look? face? Yeah, just your face. Smell. No, your body. Your body. You're you're looking like a fish. You would look like a fish. You would. Are you? Are you no, you would look like the guy from uh, um, Shape of Water. Oh God, I don't know what. Oh. I never saw. Uh, I never saw it, but I know fish what man. he looks like. Look like a fish or smell like a fish. Yeah, but do smell. I have to live in a tank? It'd smell. I'm already no. close. <laughs> yeah, it's smell. Easy. I'd smell. You oh, rather smell? God, I don't know. I don't know. Either. Look like a but fish. But that guy from Shape of Water still got laid, so he did. it's not like he it's... did. People forget that. I mean, the smell yeah. of fish could be really, really bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going oh. look. You're going look. Yeah, I think so too. Mike, you're going smell. Jake, yeah. you're going smell. Smell for sure. Listen, we all smell, smell at different points, right? Like a met. <laughs> Would you rather have sex with someone that looked like a fish or smelled like a fish? I the answer look. is there. It is. Look. <laughs> You can close what? your what? eyes. You can close your you eyes. You can't close your eyes. You'd feel the scales. <laughs> well, how much are we talking True. about? Are we just talking about facial features? Or no, like... your whole body. Whole body. You look like a fish. Awfully fishy. Awfully fishy. <laughs> Probably make some good money from like looking like that. Like, oh your full time profession. Yeah, you see, you're work, you can only work at the carnival or you can have any other job and you just kind of smell bad. 
Is that, can you I guess not, I'm can going you, smell. Can you not mask the smell either? Like, yeah, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Like, you could be in like a workout or anything. Wear an air freshener. Wear an air freshener. <laughs> hey, Jenny, you smell like BO 90% of the time anyway. <laughs> that is true. All right, here so, we go. Oh, somebody what? sent me one. Let's do the one that... Oh, but this is really... I saved the best one for All right, last. Go ahead. Oh, I'll, do, is, I'll do this person's next one. Let, the, let so the man have a shot. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Would you rather know when you die no. or how you die? Uh, I don't want to know either. Oh. You got to pick one. Sick to my stomach. Yeah. Oh. When I you know die how I'm or how you die? I'd kind of want to know when. No. Same. Yeah. I think yeah. I go when, so I know what to prioritize. Exactly. Then you can accelerate things in your life that you might have wanted done could, later. Yeah. Could you imagine if you find out how and it's like in a car accident or something? Oh, I, that's how. That's died. how I'm going. Every time I, I you know that's car, how I'm going. You would think about yeah, it. Yeah. It's gotta. It's gotta be when. Gotta be when. I yeah. agree with Jake. When and then you know when, so you can kind of live life accordingly. I'm not picking. What if you just found? I, out I actually said, will like, agree with week. you. I if I do not want to pick this one. What yeah. did you say, Sid? I said, what if you picked when and you find out it's like next week? Yeah. Man, you like, got a hell of a week yeah, of living coming up, right? Hard. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, my I, God. I think I would do that. No this, when. This kind of question just No, no. Me. See, all right. So, But our producer, Evan, is getting in my ear and saying, <laughs> if you found out how, you could change it. Like, if you found out you're supposed to die in a plane crash, you could change it. No. Like, that's the whole no, point. No. That's you how can't. you're going to die. You're like, going you to can't die. change it. You can't change it. I thought the it. same thing, Evan. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, I just won't no, go in the car. No, like, no, we're, you, not, we're not giving you, we're no, not you, giving you that loophole. It's like Final Destination, too. Then death's going to hunt you down. Like, you think you just get out of this clean? No. it's not going to happen. Death is coming for you. When you die or how you die, Chris answer the question i don't want to you oh have my to God. i don't like these death questions they they may just, be just pick it just pick an answer we don't need a reason all right i'll change it up for you would you rather have mike kill you or jake kill you what? What? That, that's way, <laughs> worse, way worse. I know. I'm just trying to figure out a dying yeah. question that she doesn't want to answer. I'm just trying I've to freak her out. I've been near death on the blackout blanket. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. 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 Hello, darkness. Cindy, did you pick, you said when, right? When for sure. I yeah. guess I go I, when. I think I guess I would go when too. There you go. Proud of you, mom. Because yep. you sort of now that we put right? a damper on this. Yeah, I'll, really. I'll switch to when. Dad I was, was how, so but... excited about. Oh, that that's a great yeah, one, though. Yeah, what's wrong? Yeah, what's a, why are you so excited? I thought it was a good one. It's I mean, it would rather supposed to make you think a little bit. I, I this guy's would have been it made us at least like not sad. Whatever. I'm not sad. sad. You're the only one that's sad. Sid's sad. Sid's not sad. Jenny's sad. Shut up, Jenny. Are we done now? I don't know. Do you Are want we? to do a review? Do you have any reviews? Have I, review? have, I yeah. have one review. All right. Here we go. As always, if you leave a review and it's good and it's a five star, we'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. This is from we'll do a- it. AHSF70. The podcast is the greatest cluster you'll ever listen to. Okay. From seniors squeezing in his sex references, mom's infectious laugh, Janice's love of chip, to Jake's yeah. subtle brilliance. You hear that, Jake? So wow. Brilliant. What the hell's happening uh, here, huh? While not being afraid to pee anywhere while drunk, all while Junior tries to reign in the chaos. If you lose focus for a second, Sydney is there to chime in with an F-bomb or any cuss word your mother doesn't want you to hear um, to keep their family on the toes. They are an incredible family who will make you reveal your oh, revel in their antics. Sorry. And wish you were a golic. I'm, ha- I'm having trouble. Nice. I was just yeah, going to say, you ripped me about reading. Yeah. What the hell was that? That sounded super 
looking sad when you're reading. Right? <laughs> I mean, how about a little enthusiasm? The guy was being nice to us. So kick back with a donut, sheet cake, or a bowl of cereal and enjoy the damnedest 30 minutes of your week. Going back, there to, we go. Going back to me peeing wherever I want. I did pee in the hotel. I was going to ask yeah. you that. Oh, like, he did. Uh-huh, yeah. I started thinking pee? about that when he talked about peeing. Did yeah. you? Pee anywhere bad on vacation. I peed in the the little pond outside of our. Oh, that's right. Right, right outside our door, there's a little pond, and, oh, and that geez, same thing coming home. Yeah, peed in it. Yeah, it was after the boat, right? After I mean, boat. Just, just stood there and peed in it. Just, I mean, if there was like you know any kind of camera, they have Jake peeing in it right now. We're never going to be welcome back. No, we're not. No, and I liked not. it there very much. Great time. Yeah, thanks to Sydney. Download, I, I feel rate, like subscribe. I'm going to get a letter where I'm like banned from all four seasons. <laughs> I'm Down. sorry, I read that and sounded. You so really sad. did. You were really sad. Yeah, we're gonna pass that. I one think off. it was the "Would you rather" still stuck. No, with me. that's your fault. That's not my fault. You got to rebound. Download, Download rate, rate, subscribe, and review. <laughs> Please, God, let's get to the end of this. And as always, we're sorry in advance. Looking for girls um, for Mike. I'm sorry for puking in the bathtub on vacation. <laughs> Jenny, you owe me.